Hello everyone and welcome back to Daily Kaylee's 13 Days of Halloween. We are in the last stretch of the 13 Days of Halloween and this is my third year doing it. It is my absolute favorite thing to do on this podcast and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do. Today's episode is about Carl Tanzler. I hope I am pronouncing that correctly along with all of the other names that I mentioned on this podcast. He is German, so I'm not I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Carl Tanzler was born on February 8th, 1877 in Germany. He grew up in Germany. However, he ended up in Australia right before World War 1 began. He eventually leaves Australia and returns to Germany after the war is over. And it is believed that he was in an Australian internment camp while he was there. He ends up back in Germany. And around 1920, right after he returns to Germany, he marries a woman named Dora Schaefer. And they have two children, Aisha and Clarista. However, one of his children, Clarista, died of diphtheria, and she only lived to be about 10 years old. In 1926, a couple years after his last daughter was born, he immigrates to the United States with his family. He goes from Germany to Cuba, and then from Cuba, he comes to Florida. He had a sister that was already living in Florida, and then, like I said, his family joined him. However, he's left his family behind in the city that they were living in, Florida, in 1927, and he takes a job as a radiology technician at the U.S. Marine Hospital in Key West, Florida. Here at the hospital, he changes his name to Carl Von Kossel. According to Carl, during his childhood, his childhood, he would be, he claimed that he would be visited by these visions of a dead ancestor. And she would reveal the face of his true love. And his true love was supposedly an exotic, dark-haired woman. That is an important piece of information because on April 22nd, 1930, While he was working at the hospital in Key West, he meets a woman by the name of Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos, a.k.a. Helen. She is a local Cuban-American woman, and she was brought to the hospital where he worked for an examination. Carl immediately recognizes her as the beautiful dark-haired woman that he had seen in his visions since he was a child. He knew this was supposed to be his true love. About four years before Carl meets Helen, she marries another man by the name of Luis Mesa. And they were to start a family. However, she suffered from a miscarriage and did not carry his child. To term and therefore he left Helen and he moved to Miami. In 
He left her, but they were still technically legally married. She remained legally married to him her entire life. After examinations, Helen was diagnosed with tuberculosis, which was, at this time, it was fatal. I mean, there was really not a lot they could do for tuberculosis at this time. A lot of her immediate family had also suffered from tuberculosis, and they had died from it. Carl treated Elena, or Helen, I'm sorry, she goes by Helen. Carl treated Helen at the hospital, and he tried to cure her with medicines and x-rays and all kinds of treatments. However, even though Carl worked at the hospital, he was not technically a doctor. He just, how do I put this in the correct terms? If this makes sense, he was like a self-made doctor. He carried medical knowledge, but I mean, he wasn't certified or anything. So he's trying to cure Elena, Helen. He becomes obsessed with Helen. She is definitely the woman from his visions. Eventually, Helen goes back to her home and he comes to her home to try to cure her. He also showers her with gifts, jewelry, clothing, you name it, and he professes his love to her. However, there is no evidence at all to show that Helen reciprocated his feelings at all. Despite Carl trying to heal and cure Helen, she did indeed die of tuberculosis, and she died at home with her parents in Key West on October 25th. 1931. Carl paid for her funeral and he had permission from her family to have a mausoleum built above her grave so that he could visit her and he did visit her almost every night. A couple years later, not even a full two years later, it was like a year and a half, in April of 1933, Carl creeps into the cemetery removes Helen's body from the mausoleum and he puts it on this toy wagon and leaves the cemetery with her. He waits till dark so no one will see him. Super creepy, super suspicious. He takes her corpse to his home. According to Carl, Helen's spirit would come to him while he would sit by her grave and visit her every night and that she would sing a Spanish song to her own corpse. He also said that Helen would tell him to take her from the grave. This is when shit gets weirder than it already is. Um, He, obviously she'd been dead for a year and a half. She'd been underground. Carl puts her bones back together with piano wire. And he puts glass eyes into her face, into her eye sockets. While her skin is decomposing, he is replacing her skin with a silk cloth that he soaked in wax. So that it would feel more skin-like, I guess. Even though I highly doubt it would feel like skin. She was basically like a wax figure. She was like embalmed again, if that makes sense. Obviously, she was decomposing. So her hair was falling out. And Carl made a wig of her own hair to put back on her body. He filled her chest cavity with rags so that they would keep their form. And he dressed her in stockings, jewelry, gloves, you name it. He dressed her up. He kept this corpse in his bed. He would also use tons of perfume and disinfectants and preserving agents to mask the odor of 
her rotting corpse, and he was also trying to slow down the effects of decomposition. Over seven years go by when finally, in October of 1940, okay, so let me preface this by saying her body has been missing for over seven years. Her family, I'm sure they would have noticed. If they visited her grave, they would notice that her body was missing. However, in October of 1940, Helen's sister heard rumors of Carl sleeping with this body of her sister. She confronted Carl at his home. He tried to deny it at first, but eventually her body was discovered. He was also seen by witnesses dancing with her corpse in front of an open window in his home. Helen's sister calls the police. Well, she doesn't call the police, but she notifies the police. And he is arrested and detained. He was given a psychiatric exam and he was found mentally competent to stand trial. He was charged with maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. The case, however, was eventually dropped and he was released because the statute of limitations for the crime had expired at this time. Which is absurd, if you ask me. So shortly after this insane man was discovered with a rotting body in his bed, the corpse was examined by physicians and pathologists just to see, like, what on earth is happening here. It was then put on public display at the Dean Lopez Funeral Home, and it was viewed by upwards of 6,800 people. Her body was indeed eventually returned to her cemetery, and unfortunately, they were not put back in her mausoleum, but they were buried in an unmarked grave in a secret location just to prevent anyone else from disturbing her body. Obviously, this case is absolutely insane. I mean, creepy, insane, disturbing, you name it. But it, for good reason, drew in so much media attention. Everyone was writing about this at the time. The weird part is that the public was pretty much on Carl's side. Pretty much all of them. Obviously, I'm sure there were a number of people who were like, wow, he's creepy as fuck. But the general consensus was that the public felt sorry for Carl. And they thought that he was romantic for bringing this woman out of her grave and living with her. Maybe so, but the fact that she did not really return his his feelings makes it a little creepy. At the time, this was not reported, but it has since been reported that there was evidence of necrophilia between Carl and Helen's corpse, which makes it even worse. Two of the physicians that examined her body did an autopsy and they did not report about this until 1972, 32 years after the autopsy. But they 
said that there was a vaginal tube inserted in her vaginal area and it allowed for intercourse. There was, I mean, there was no other reason for that to be in there. At the original hearing for the case in 1940, this was not reported on. I mean, at the time, this was a lot more taboo than it would be today. But it was not reported on, so it was never really spoke about until 1972. It is extremely disturbing to think about this. Like I said, he got away with the crime. And in 1944, he moved to Pasco County, Florida, and he wrote an autobiography. He moved back, not in the same city as his family, but nearby the home of his wife and his older daughter. And they basically took him in with open arms. They helped support him in his later years. And I guess they did not think it was completely disgusting and strange. Carl did not receive... U.S. citizenship until 1950. After he was caught with her corpse in his bed and she was taken away, he then created a death mask to create a life-sized statue, doll, sculpture, whatever you want to call it, to make a life-sized version of Helen. And he lived with this thing until he died on July 3rd, 1952 at 75 years old. His body was discovered on the floor of his home three weeks after his death. And when they found his body, he was found in the arms of this Helen statue. It is just beyond me. A lot of people, this is not like a confirmed fact, but it's a theory by a lot of people, including like professionals, that Carl switched the bodies so that he actually died with the real body of Helen and not this weird doll statue thing that he made. I'm not sure how true that is, but it would make a killer ending to this episode. This is just absolutely insane to me. The last piece of information I will give you today is that a coworker. Not a co-worker. Um, a future worker at the hospital. They were doing renovations on the hospital. And they found a note <clears throat> that was suspected to be written by Carl. It was signed as Carl Tanzler. But you don't, we don't know if it was really him or not. He confessed to have killed Helen. This is what he wrote on the paper. Or this person wrote. She died because I gave this to her mercifully. I mixed the root of wolfsbane with asinite diluted. It was palatable and my loved one departed this miserable world on October 25th, 1931. 
Suffer no more, sweet Elena. I have sent you to the angels with my golden elixir. And that is just absolutely insane to me. Another um, professional who studied this case claimed that Carl had once told him he would kill Elena if necessary to fulfill his destiny. To have her die as his true love and to not be separated from her. This case is absolutely insane. I truly don't even know how to sign off of this episode because I'm still mind blown from what I've read. I hope you guys were interested in this episode. If you were, I want you to let me know what you think about this case. Do you think it was romantic? Most of you probably won't, and I agree. It was really creepy. Do you believe in the theory that he switched the bodies back? Do you think he really did kill Helen? What do you think? Let me know, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.